Weird AF News, where we've got your daily dose of weird. Hey, weirdos, it's Jonesy. It's Monday. I got some stories. Chuck Norris is hosting a 5K run where the runners are going to dress up like him. A lawmaker introduces a bill to ban dwarf tossing, and the courts are going to decide whether passed out drunks have given implied consent. These are the stories. They're weird. They're funny. They're for you. Enjoy. Do you want to dress up like Chuck Norris and run around a city like an asshole? Well, you can do that. And it's for a good cause. So you should consider it. If you live in Texas, anyways, College Station, Texas, Chuck Norris doesn't run a 5K. Chuck Norris lookalikes run the 5K for him. That's right. Chuck Norris is hosting a 5K run where participants will dress up like him and run around. <laughs> He's hoping to break the world record for the number of, number of people dressed like him in the same place at the same time. The family-friendly event is happening May 4th in College Station, Texas. Race registrations have opened, and uh, they include you're, you're going to get a Chuck-style t-shirt, a fake beard, and a belt buckle. But if you create your own costume for this run, you could win the contest following the race, because apparently there's, there's going to be a Chuck Norris actual look-alike contest afterward. Not only will you be helping break a record, but you can meet Chuck Norris himself. He's going to be there, although he's not running. I don't know why. I thought he was a beast. This guy should be running, too. He's going to give words of encouragement, though, before the start of the race, and he'll be at the finish line giving out some high fives with his beard. If that's not enough, you can have breakfast with him if you get the VIP package. Ooh, imagine having bre- dressing up like Chuck Norris, having breakfast with Chuck Norris, and then running a race among a thousand other Chuck Norris lookalikes for a good cause. This seems like an amazing way to spend a day. I really, I wish I had a budget for this. I'd be there doing this crap. You know what I'm saying? Well, if my Patreon builds up to where I would love it to be, which is like maybe, maybe like a few thousand bucks a month, I could just pay to fly to think weird shit like this and then do the story right there and then also, you know, interview Chuck Norris and then punch him in the stomach. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm I, I just want to see if he can take a punch, though. You know, I'm kind of curious. He, he seems like he's still tough, I'll bet he, although he's not running the race. So that leads me to believe maybe his health is deterior, deteriorating, and then I could be the guy who knocks out Chuck Norris, finally. All the proceeds from this race, by the way, you'll be happy to know, are going to be donated to Kickstart Kids, an organization that was founded by Chuck Norris to help build students' character development through martial arts. That's pretty cool. Uh, Early registration is now, and it's 30 bucks for adults and 25 bucks for kids. Go to ChuckNorris5K.com if you guys want to get involved in this cool... And Chuck Norris posted a video, too. Here it goes. You want to hear Chuck? Hi, I'm Chuck Norris. Sign up for the C-Force Chuck Norris 5K in College Station on May 4th. I will see you there. Oh, he says, I'll see you there. And then he, he mean mugs the camera and gives you a wink. Oh, Chuck, you still got it, Chuck. You badass. I want to I want to dress up like Chuck and have breakfast with him. I really that's the best part about it. I'm not I don't even want to go on the run. I just want to I just want to get the VIP breakfast with Chuck Norris. What what does that cost? What do I have to donate to the to the kids martial arts class? To just I don't know. I want to drink coffee with Chuck. I think that would be fun. Well, if you're in Texas, please go run. Take some video of you dressed up as Chuck Norris and uh you know, passing out and send that to Weird AF News. A state senator wants to ban dwarf tossing in the state of Washington, 
saying, There's nothing funny about dwarf tossing. Oh, you're lying, sir. There is something funny about dwarf tossing. There really is. <laughs> and you're just in denial if you're, if you're saying that. You are, you are in denial about what is and what is not funny. Uh, so anyways, dwarf tossing, which was something I wasn't that familiar with. I didn't know you could do this, okay? I've never dwarf, I've never tossed, uh, and it's not even, we're not even supposed to call them dwarfs. It's, it's little person, correct? So if the state senator is saying ban dwarf tossing, I mean, he should be saying ban little person tossing um, to really be in line with the current acceptable language surrounding um, these people, Um According to uh, my Northwest, a Republican state senator is seeking to ban the practice of, quote, dwarf tossing in Washington state because it demeans and exploits those of small stature. So what exactly is dwarf tossing, you're wondering? Apparently, it started in Australia in the 80s and usually takes place in a bar where drunken, drunken people compete at who can throw a little person the farthest. The little person is typically suited up with Velcro, uh, and padding and thrown onto a mattress or a velcro coated wall that velcro coated wall really got me i was i mean i've never that seems crazy to throw a little person onto a velcro th- covered uh, coated wall that's i gotta see this i really do so in washington state this guy mike Patton, he's a republican he recently announced legislation to prohibit Little person contests at bars and strip clubs. If passed, the state would become the third in the United States to ban this activity, an entirely voluntary contest, by the way. He said, there's nothing funny about dwarf tossing. It ridicules and demeans people with dwarfism and causes others to think of them as objects of public amusement. Even when participants are willing, it exposes them to the possibility of lifetime spinal injury. Dwarf tossing is an offense to our sensibilities. Uh, Okay. Well, that's your opinion, sir. But apparently that's not everyone's opinion because people do this this is like trying to ban strip clubs it's uh if people are willing to demean themselves if everyone involved is voluntary okay then who are you to step in and say and and put your moral judgment on the activity and try to get it removed you know you may not like certain particular movies in the theater i always like people always try and ban shit um and i'm stop stop stuff like it 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 trickles into the artwork too like comedians are told this comedian is offensive and shouldn't be allowed to do what they do and it's like no no the comedian is offensive to you don't give them your money and don't go watch it you don't shut down stand-up comedy if you walk into I liken it like a movie theater, okay? And there's all forms of entertainment. But let's use the analogy of a movie theater. You walk into a movie theater, let's say, and you peek into theater number three, and you see a rape scene because it's a horror movie. It offends you. you oh, my goodness, you shut the door. Okay. You go, oh, I'm not going into that one. What you don't do, you go into another movie. You open the next door. Oh, this is an... This is animation. I love animation. It's a Pixar movie. Oh, this is a family. Fr- I'm into this. I'll watch this. Here's what you don't do. You don't walk down to the front desk and demand that the theater remove the horror movie in number three because you are offended because it doesn't align with your personal value system. Well, let me tell you something. We don't all share the same value system. I don't know if this is like a breaking news to you. We don't all share the same moral code, Okay. If you're trying to stop something where all parties involved are voluntary, 
I think it's wrong. This is my opinion. You may have you may have a different opinion on this. Um, this guy notes that, uh, or the the media company notes that dwarf tossing is hardly commonplace. And the Washington Post recently indicated that little people overwhelmingly reject the contest. Uh, but not all people with dwarfism object to this practice, apparently. And they interviewed one of them, and who's an actor and a performer who regularly participates in dwarf tossing events at bars, house parties, and strip clubs in Michigan. The debate over whether to outlaw, outlaw dwarf tossing in the United States has been ongoing. In 2001, Dave the Dwarf filed a suit against Florida to overturn a 1989 law allowing the state to fine or revoke the liquor license of a bar for holding such contests. Oh, okay. If a little person wants to make a fool out of themselves for money, they should have the same right to do so as any average-sized person, someone else says here. Um, yeah, I mean, this is the other side of the coin here, is what, is what I'm saying. Um, but then again, this, uh, this senator says, Dwarf tossing belongs in the Middle Ages, not the modern age. Yeah, I mean, this is a lichen's... It's similar to, in my mind, this is similar to strip clubs. Okay, that's where I'm. This, that's where I stand on this. Okay, and 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 I don't believe that strip clubs should be banned. So I don't believe that this form of entertainment should be banned as well. Uh, the one part of it that does concern me is the safety of the little person, little people, and they make a good point. Their spine could be broken for being tossed. I agree with that. Um, but, but then again, the stripper can fall off the pole. Okay. NFL players are getting concussed all the time for entertainment. They're a willing participant in this. Okay. Although things are trying to change or trying to make it safer for them in the NFL. So make it safer for the little people, make it safe for anybody who's involved in entertainment. Look at Cirque du Soleil. Those people are up, they could die in an instant. Okay. Uh, so these things are all dangerous. So it is an argument there too as well, but like you can make these things safer. And, uh, as far as it being demeaning, I, you know, I, I categorize that with strippers. If everyone's willing to do it, then who, you know, what do you guys think though? Call into Weird AF News. I'd love to hear your opinion on this. Should this be banned? What do you think of this, um, of this proposal? The number 646-450-2012. And I asked for Jonesy. <laughs> oh, and also, I'm going to post some videos of dwarf tossing on my Patreon, if you're interested in seeing some of that. It's patreon.com slash weirdafnews. <laughs> is that wrong? The U.S. Supreme Court is about to decide whether passed out drunks have given implied consent when it comes to taking their blood to see if they're, uh, if they're drunk. Blood alcohol tests. Uh, so do, do the police need a warrant to take blood from an unconscious motorist? This is the issue. And the uh, Supreme Court earlier this month decided to answer that question by accepting the case of Gerald Mitchell. They will decide whether Wisconsin's implied consent law can state that individuals like Mr. Mitchell who are not awake automatically agree to have their blood taken. So if you're passed out drunk, can they take your blood test and then charge you? This is what's going on. Uh, this all stems back to the issue. It, it happened in 2013 uh, when they took this guy's blood, Mitchell, who was passed out. Uh, they found him walking near the beach, drunk. 
he told the police officer that he parked his he parked his car, pulled over because he was too drunk to drive. Okay, uh, they placed him under arrest. On the way, they they didn't. He wasn't asked to do a field sobriety test. They just placed him under arrest. And and by the way, it's like, what's with arresting these public drunkenness? Like if he's just walking on the beach, he's trying to walk off his drunk so he can go home. This is like a. This should be rewarded, okay? Getting behind the wheel and driving around like this is what should be punished. And he should be arrested for that. It's like we're arresting people for the condition of their minds. It's like, oh, you're, the condition of your mind is, is, uh, is messed up, and so come with me, sir. I mean, it's like, if he's not harming anybody, he's walking off a buzz so he can drive home, so he doesn't kill somebody, doesn't kill a citizen. You're going to arrest him. What an asshole this cop was for doing that, by the way. Anyways, on the station, on the way to the station, this guy passes out in the police car. Okay. So then what they did was they drew his blood and tested it and got an alcohol content of 0.22. Uh, and, he, and it led to a DUI conviction on the grounds that uh, it led, no, I'm sorry. He challenged, yeah, it led to a DUI conviction, but then Mitchell challenged the DUI conviction on the grounds that his blood should not have been taken without a warrant and without his consent. And this case uh, is now going to be going up in the Supreme Court. Unbelievable. And they're going to figure out, how do you deal with this? Are passed out citizens deemed consenting to Fourth Amendment searches? I say no. I say no. That's just my opinion. And I say, in this instance, by the way, you're just an asshole for arresting this guy. He's looking out in that instance. And how often do we do this when we're this drunk? How often do we get behind the wheel and just, like, I just got to get home? We don't think first about the safety of the community, which in this instance, Mr. Mitchell thought about the safety of the community. I've known known people who have been, um, or I've heard, rather, of an individual who was driving drunk home on the highway. This was in Massachusetts. These are, you know, friends of mine. This fella realized on the highway, I'm too drunk. I'm going to pull over into the breakdown lane and sleep it off. Pulls over into the breakdown lane. Cop comes up to find out, are you, is your car broke down or whatever? Realizes he's drunk sleeping and arrests him for DUI right there because he's in the car. Um, and it's like, and I know I've done stories on here where like, if you're, if you're actually just in the car, at, you know, drunk behind the wheel, whether you're driving or not, you can be arrested for a DUI. But instances like this, you have to give the, you got to give the person credit. You got to let them go. Be, a re- be reasonable. Now, I know there are laws, there are certain laws, but the law is this. Well, yeah, well, at the end of the day, a lot of the shit that goes down between the citizens and, um, and law enforcement, okay, is somewhat arbitrary. It's the police officer sort of decided to do it like this or decided to do it like that. Well, you can also decide to be a reasonable damn human being and say, oh, this guy thought thought it would be best to drive over, to drive to the side of the road and sleep off a drunk so that no one gets hurt, himself or any other innocent drivers. That behavior should should be rewarded, never mind punished. Shit. You should give the guy a water bottle and some Pedialyte. 
The, the police officer should be like, you know what? I'm going to ha- order a greasy pizza to be delivered right here to this spot. Don't worry. It's on us, sir. This will help you get sober. That's what should happen. You arrest them. Assholes, man. That's just my opinion. What do you guys think about this? Call Weird AF News. I want to know what you think. Should Well, the issue is, should I mean, I think we can all agree you shouldn't be punished for walking off a drunkenness, a drunken night so you can drive home. But then the other issue is, should your blood be able to be taken while you're passed out? Mm. That's a tricky one. Call Weird AF News, though, or email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. This Justin Chuck Norris has been arrested for tossing little people. I'm kidding. That didn't happen. But imagine. That would be so weird. Hey, I want to thank you guys for calling into the show. Um, Jay, of course, from Sacramento. Awesome to hear from you, dude. And I agree with everything you're saying. Uh, also, Astrum. Amazing call from Astrum, the th- who has now coined the term the three C's. Coffee, cannabis, and comedian Jonesy. Amazing. And Dallas, as always, you know, I, I just... What a reasonable human being Dallas is. And uh, thanks for calling in and, and agreeing with me on the the politics. The political point. I hate to get political, but I, I do sometimes. But, I, you know, at the end of the day, I really feel like the people should have more say in what goes on uh, and more power. And I, I, I'm, I'm really for um, decentralizing. And, uh, and so, uh, you know, all right, I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> okay. Uh, also, Instagram. I heard from Shelly Simpson who wrote me such a sweet note. I stumbled onto Weird AF News through my Google Assistant and I'm sold. I listen to you every morning before work. As a side note, Jonesy, you are much hotter than I thought you would be. Isn't that lovely? Shelly, thank you for um, feeding my ego with that comment about me being hotter than you thought. Would you, you thought I was going to be a troll, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you guys want to like see me talk these into the camera sometimes, I don't do them every day, but a, 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 like three days a week, I'll do these on, in, on, on YouTube. You can go to youtube.com slash... Weird AF News, and check that out. I also want to give a shout-out to uh, Jason Lampro of the Mixed Media Forest podcast, who has done a review of Weird AF News in the past and is going to do another review. Uh, he puts my podcast in the top 100, and I, I just love that. It's, it's nice. Um, it's, it, it's very flattering for someone like Jason to think that highly of Weird AF News, and he's a fan and has been for, you know, an OG fan from way back, so thank you. And check out the Mixed Media Forest podcast. He does a lot of reviews of podcasts, so you can listen to his podcast to find what other podcasts out there might I enjoy. Um, and they, those guys do a great job over there, so check them out. Uh, also, check out my Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdafnews, where um, you, can, uh, you can get bonus episodes. Where I do where I do stories, I call them B sides, stories that I didn't get to last month that were on my list, uh, and I'll post them. I also did a blog post about the weirdest hangover cures from around the world uh, because I'm hungover quite a bit these days now that I'm I'm not a young whippersnapper, and so I thought some of those weird hangover cures were like outrageous. You should check them out. Uh, and then I'm gonna put some videos up of uh, little people being tossed against a Velcro wall. Um, just some extra shit if, you want, if you're into it. It's patreon.com slash weirdafnews. You can also reach out to me on Instagram at funnyjones and Twitter at funnyjones. 
And uh, on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. Call the show anytime, 646-450-2012. And email me, funnyjones at gmail. You can send me articles. I appreciate that. I get a lot of articles these days about uh, coming out of Florida, and I appreciate all the help. Thank you for those of you who reached out to me. And have a great day. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk tomorrow. <laughs> What's up, Jonesy? This is uh, Astrum. I've written you before. Uh, I'm really digging the show. Um, just kind of chilling in my zen space. Uh, enjoying three C's, caffeine, cannabis, and comedian Jonesy. I know that was kind of cheesy, but whatever. I just wanted to give a shout out, man. You're doing a really good job. Um, you got a good head on your shoulders. I like how you're honest and you're charismatic. I would suggest to your listeners that they check you out on YouTube so they can kind of put a face to the voice. Kind of helps connect the conversation, makes it more enjoyable for some reason. Uh, I think you should do more impressions. Um, I know you mentioned that you're kind of disappointed that nobody really compliments you on your efforts or the quality thereof. And uh, I want to bring that to the forefront. I think you're doing a good job with that. I think you should try more. Um, and if you bomb, try a different accent that's completely different. It'll The result's pretty funny. I try and do it as often as possible. My Charlie Chaplin was pretty good. Check it out. <laughs> it's uh it's harder than it sounds. Anyway, um I wanted to mention two stories or two topics that could be considered pretty weird and interesting. One's kind of gross. It's a uh it's a circumcision ritual uh practiced still here in the United States uh where after the circumcision is is done by religious leaders. Uh, the elder fills his mouth with ceremonial wine and puts his mouth over the freshly circumcised infant penis as it's bleeding and proceeds to suck the blood from the bleeding infant's uh, freshly circumcised genitals. It's, it's horrible. Um, and it's very unpronounceable to somebody like me. So kind of dig around, see what you can find about it. And if you choose to read about it over the air, just remember it's a very powerful subject. Um, another cool one is uh, Jupiter's core. Uh, it's it's a form of exotic liquid metallic hydrogen. Very little is known about it. It's a super fascinating thing, and it's right here in our solar system, and we know very little bit about it. Center of Jupiter. Check it out. Anywho, I'm out of here. Thanks for uh, listening. Bro, this is your homie from Sacramento calling, Jay. And um, yeah, just want to comment on these guys that are selling houses that they don't own. Yeah, I was wondering about that. I kind of had, you know, as you started the story off and you were reading it, I kind of had in my head probably what they were doing because you couldn't even fathom it, bro. But I actually had thought about it before when I was in Bad Street. Not to sell a house, but to do kind of what they're doing. They're finding abandoned homes, bro. Just like you said. They're going to find a house that somebody just died. So they, as far as as far as everything is considered, that house could sit there almost forever. The bank repossesses it. What happens? The bank repossesses it. There is no owner, bro. And them houses can sit for almost forever, bro. It's ridiculous. And um, so these people decide to go ahead and sell these fucking homes, bro. That people are living, that died, and then the house is just sitting there. 
And what I was thinking about doing, bro, was squatting. When I was in really bad time, maybe like uh, six, seven years ago, and I wasn't quite homeless, but I was going to be, and I didn't want to go to my parents for help, which I could always do, and which I ended up doing, and then I didn't have to do that. So, but, um, so I was thinking about squatting in an abandoned home, bro, because you wouldn't even believe, I might have to tell you another time, but I heard all this crap about if you squat or if you go into an abandoned house that no one's there, and you start paying utilities in that house, and if you go and you start making mortgage payments, I mean, not mortgage payments, but um, property tax, because they have property taxes or whatever, you start paying the property taxes that are due and shit like that, bro, if the people try to actually, like the bank or whatever, try to actually take the house, they can't, because you've been paying on it, and then somehow it's yours all of a sudden. I don't know if that's true, man, but I've heard hell of shit about that, so it's crazy. Now, these guys took it a step further, and they're like, you know what, why don't we just sell these houses? And their, the reason why they thought that these people, like they had mortgage payments, they thought for some reason that the bank was never going to take the house, and the bank was never going to sell the house. I don't know what the hell they thought. It was stupid. And you're right, they should never took payments afterwards, but probably how they justified selling the house so cheap in the first place to people, because they were you know, getting people who were in bad straits, and that's the worst part about it, bro. They're getting people who are hurting. Anyways, I'm going to hang up because I know this is going on and on and on. I'm ranting. But, yeah, totally crazy, man. These people need to go to jail for life, bro. I mean, fuck Walt Disney Color, bro. And I'm sorry for cussing, but that is that hits it where it hurts, man. That's crazy. Anyways, this is Jay Sacramento. I'm out. Hey, Jonesy, this is Dallas from Minnesota. Hey, I, I agree with you on the um, – uh, on, on your topic about uh, the, the way the country should be run by having the people decide uh, the, the outcome of, of certain situations. Uh, I ran for mayor of my town twice uh, about 15 years ago. So I was really young, um, but uh, that was one of my, my standpoints is I wanted the people to have a lot more of the choice of the, the town's actions comparably to uh, the politicians. Um, now that, that, it, it's it's a little bit more difficult to to, to, to get it all situated, um, but uh, uh, beyond the people, I do think that there should be some representation to at least kind of give us some talking points as well. Um, but one thing that I also think should happen is these politicians, senators, uh, governors, Congress people, presidents, um, you know, people who who get paid a salary from our taxpayer money, they should be required to prove that that's the only money that they are making. So there is no outside interest from them at all. <clears throat> and when a government shutdown happens, everything should run as normal, aside from these people should have their paychecks stopped until they can get some things done. Because I guarantee if that's the only money that they're making, and they need to make that money, you know, they're only making like 100000 a year. Uh, that's a lot of money, but it's still not a lot of money to, you know, prevent you from doing things or, or, or prevent that, that kind of money from uh, stopping from, you know, hurting you. So I think that would make the government people work a lot faster if they didn't have any money coming in. Um, that's one thing that I hate about government is they work too damn slow, and they need to work faster. They need to work for the interests of the people.